Here's the latest and a look at first news. Fair, accurate, you get the damn truth. President Joe Biden has signed his hard-fought $1 trillion-plus infrastructure deal into law before a bipartisan celebratory crowd at the White House. Biden declared the infusion of cash for roads, bridges, ports, and more is going to make life better for Americans. Prospects are grim for any other further bipartisanship. Now he's going to try to move another $2 trillion through for his social economic justice package. He's hoping the infrastructure will build his popularity back. See, I would hope the infrastructure would build our bridges and roads better. <laughs> he's hoping for better popularity and poll numbers. Oh, and by the way, you know where he's going? God, where did you hear this earlier this morning? He's heading to New Hampshire, where he was trounced in the primary earlier in this year. Huh, isn't that funny? He's doling out $1.2 trillion, and first place he's going is a state where he got his butt kicked, and he's going to tell he's going to send tons of money there. Folks, you watch. You see how much little tiny New Hampshire gets compared to big, sprawling Montana and Wyoming. We get less than three-tenths of 1%, and John Tester's giddy about that. Now we've got talks with the Chinese leader, Xi Jinping, and Joe Biden. What benefits accrue depend on whether the two countries can find areas of cooperation and come up with some agreements, some workarounds, and other ways of managing their disputes, which range from trade to technology, Taiwan, the South China Sea. U.S. officials described the tone of the summit as respectful, straightforward, and open. The only thing that won't be open about the talks in China is about all the money that they paid Hunter Biden and the big guy, Joe, of which we have text messages, emails, and phone call conversations verifying it. He's compromised, folks, going into those talks with China. In the meantime, there is a coalition of organizations around our country working to still help those brave Americans who are still trapped behind enemy lines in Afghanistan by the terrorist group, the Taliban. They want more assistance from the U.S. government. Members of this coalition met with a video call with our Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, who blew this whole thing, wanting additional resources to help tens of thousands of people get out of Afghanistan. Still there. Joe Biden surrendered, escaped, and left All of those Americans behind enemy lines. We've got a crisis on our border. People coming in, setting new records every day. The illegals coming into our country, being planed across our country, dropped off in Florida and other states by the plane loads. No vaccine requirements, no vetting of these people. In other countries, they're building up their borders. In fact, over in Warsaw, they used yesterday water cannons to dispel all the people heading towards their border, the migrants trying to cross into their country. It's happening all over Europe. They have secure borders over there. Yesterday in Aurora, Colorado, six teenagers were wounded by a drive-by shooting in a park near Denver High School. Anywhere in age from 14 to 18, All students were from Aurora Central High School. Multiple rounds from different guns were found. 
Bystanders are sharing videos with police trying to identify the suspects. Big major story yesterday, because six. Did any of you folks hear how many were shot in Chicago over the weekend? We never cover that anymore. 300 people were trapped overnight in their vehicles following some mudslides on a highway in British Columbia. Some swept down the road by the debris, torrential rains over there. All kinds of flooding going on in Washington and in that part of the country from the heavy rains that they've had recently. Hong Kong authorities said Tuesday they seized 2,000 pounds of live lobster bound for mainland China. Coming in from Australia, Hong Kong Customs seized 890 kilograms of live lobsters and sea cucumbers with an estimated value of $1.5 million. They have seen a recent surge in the import volume of Australian lobsters to Hong Kong following China's imposition of an official ban on the imports last year. Home Depot's sales continue to climb in the third quarter. Why? Housing market's red hot. Everybody's fixing up their home. Sales were up 9.8% from where they were last year. Hardware stores have been a hub of activity during the pandemic. People working from home, taking on new projects. Drug maker Pfizer has signed a deal with a group to allow manufacturers to make their experimental COVID-19 pill. That move could help make the treatment available to half of the world's population in a hurry. Pfizer said it would grant a license for their antiviral pill to the medicine's patent pool. The agreement lets the drug company make the pill for use now in 95 countries. That's maybe why they're really, really pushing vaccines, because as soon as this pill comes out, that takes care of the problem. If you do get it, that's going to be end of the vaccine. That's right. Airbus has now raked in more orders at the Dubai Air Show, reaching one order worth three point three billion. Twenty eight new aircraft to Kuwait's Jazeera Airways. They announced it from their big aviation show over the weekend. Honey, did you sell anything today? <laughs> Yeah, I sold uh, $3.3 billion worth of airplanes to Jazeera Airways. That ought to be a nice commission check. Asian stock markets, a little higher today. Wall Street's benchmark, S&P 500, down one-tenth of 1%. Oh, by the way, the $1 trillion public works plan, you want to break it down a little bit? The bill provides $110 billion to repair the nation's highways, bridges, and roads. 110 billion. This was 1.2 trillion, and 110 billion will go to the nation's highways, bridges, and roads. That means there's another 1.1 trillion dollars in there somewhere else. Somewhere else. That California port handling stored coal from Utah been ordered by the state of California to shut down by 2026. Yep, shut down. California, no more coal ports in California. Shut it down. Two men were killed in a house fire in northwestern Montana. Fire was near Columbia Falls, reported on Sunday. Two-story house fully engulfed. Neighbors said they could hear screaming, and a woman reportedly jumped from the second-story window in order to get away from the blaze. Neighbors said four people reportedly lived there, a couple and their elderly parents there. Still haven't identified the victims. 
This big windstorm is going to continue today for a while here. And not only in Montana, but also in Wyoming. Weather Service said localized gusts along the Rocky Mountain front could exceed 110 miles an hour. Winds gusting to 75 are expected in northwestern Wyoming. Higher gusts along Chief Joseph Highway, much of the region still all in the grips of a high wind warning. So we'll have to put up with that a little bit more today. And Caleb Nero scored the game winner with three seconds left to give North Dakota a 79-77 win over the Grizz last night in men's basketball. Brandon Whitney hit a jumper for the Grizz, which tied the game at 77. And I would have loved to have been there to see that because I would have led the entire crowd in Missoula to a let's go Brandon cheer right there in Dahlberg Arena. Wouldn't that have been funny? That would have been awesome. Anyway, the Grizz lost. They're now one and two. But they can't be worried about basketball right now. As this weekend (laughs) is make it or break it time for Coach Bobby Houck and the Grizz. As they have lost, what, four or five in a row? Four in a row, I think. I think it's four. To the Cats. As uh, they try to win the Brawl of the Wild. And uh, we'll see what the farm team for the Washington Huskies can do. Uh, I, I actually weekend. had this conversation with a couple of diehard Grizz fans yesterday. Uh-huh. Bobby Houck's not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. More sports from Missoula. Former University of Montana Lady Grizz head coach Shannon Schwen has filed a lawsuit against the University of Montana for sex discrimination. Uh, it's a bad year for the University of Montana in all their sex discrimination cases. Uh Mark and I want to file one, too, because everybody else is having it. <laughs> hello, you know, hello, I'm over here. Yeah. <laughs> Please make a suggestive comment. Really? I mean, oh, for um, being treated differently as a female coach or what's well, in the suit? Well, for starters, they're, they're, she's paid differently. She's paid 130000 a year, mm-hmm. and the men's coach is making one hundred and fifty-five. Okay. Plus, she wants back wages. She wants future wages for being let go. And uh, she coached under Robin Selvig for 24 years. Yeah. And uh, athletic director Haslam is named multiple times in the lawsuit, but not listed as a defendant. And uh, hmm. the lawsuit alleges that UM violated Title IX of the Civil Rights Act. Folks, you got to pay coaches the same. From the Weather Center today, windy, 59 degrees. See a little sun. Tomorrow's going to be much colder, 39 tomorrow. Um, so a cool day. On Wednesday, Thursday, we start warming up 45. Nicest day of the week looks like now, Friday, when we put all our meals together and get all our help together down there at Metro 53 and uh, some sun. That'll be a nice day. Perfect. Anyway, it's about uh, 59 out there already. It's a mild morning, at least. That's what's happening. Mark and Paul here together. Thanks for tuning into the cat. Donation hotline, 248-5665. Thanks for helping out this week.